Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCollum. Thank you, Dick Warren, and thank you, my dear listener, for coming back and listening to another episode of The Coaching Show. We have been doing this for 17 years, once a week, interviewing people out on the cutting edge of coaching, people doing something interesting, people just plain wacky. Uh, my name is Christopher McAuliffe, Master Certified Coach, because you have to say it that way. And um, this week, uh, we had a little, a little snafu. The dulcet tones of my in-studio guest co-host and my in-studio guest today are coming right up. See if you can identify this voice. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> that would be Alex Terranova of The Dream Mason. You can find him where? At thedreammason.com. The Dream Mason. The Dream Mason. Don't go to dreammason.com. Yeah, don't do That's that. A different, no. Thedreammason.com. What's a Dream Mason? A dream mason is a person who is intentional, committed, and brave enough to do the work to build their dreams. And how do you, so that sounds like one of your clients, right? A dream mason is somebody that builds stuff, no? Dream mason's a word I made up. Yes, clear. So, <laughs> um, so a dream mason, so I believe that every single one of us at some point in our lives had dreams. There was a, there was a moment where we dreamt, where we had big ideas, big thoughts, and mm -hmm. likely some of those things might have gotten squashed down. Maybe it was our, our schools, our teachers, our, our religious leaders, our parents, our friends, mm -hmm. but ultimately made us think that we had to be realistic or or do things that were maybe more possible. That time where you where you knew the answer, oh, 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 call me, and then it was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so or, we decided Yeah, or you said you wanted anymore. to be a professional baseball player or yeah. a painter or a singer, and people went, no, that's you know for someone else or right. that's unrealistic. You should be a plumber, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I believe we all actually have a dream mason inside of us, and it does require us to learn to dream again. And then the mason aspect is actually to build those dreams because if you just sit on the couch and eat a sandwich – and think about all the things you want, they probably won't happen unless they involve just eating that sandwich. And you're speaking my language. All right, you've been a coach for how long? This is my fourth full year. And uh, how's business? It's good. It's uh, Last year was the best year I ever had. So third year was the best year. Um, what are you finding? What are you finding is, is if you could uh, give a tip to people who are out there struggling, either new or, or not new coaches who are struggling to build a business, what's your secret to keeping a thriving coaching business? I don't know if there's a secret. I think there's two. Um, well, for me, there's two. One is to just to keep going. Um, there's it's I find it like a roller coaster, like anything else, whether it be relationships or coaching practice or your, you know, your fitness routine, that it goes up and down. You have highs and you have lows, and that if you actually just keep going, putting one foot in front of the other, doing the things that work, trying new things, then you have a chance to succeed. Uh, the second thing is, I think, surrounding yourself with people that will actually support you and keep you up when you're down. Because mm. I think this applies to any entrepreneur. We get kicked in the teeth a lot. Yes. It's like, a, it's like being an actor or something where you're signing up for rejection. Absolutely. And so, you know, I have, I have people in my, in my life, in my corner, that I talk to every single day. So when I'm down, they can actually remind me who I am, remind me what I'm committed to, because I'm not, 
I don't know that I'm cap- I don't know that at this moment in four years of this work that I'm uh, reliable to do that all by myself. I need support structures. And those, uh, do you do you have the wherewithal when you're feeling down to reach out and t- and, or do you have structures where like no matter what you're in communication with those people? So are we talking mastermind groups? What do we? What do you so got? So I have people come by the house. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, I have nurses that come by and, and <laughs> nurse me back to health. Um, so I have, p- I have scheduled phone calls, into my days uh, five days a week. Hmm. So. Uh, some of them are uh, times to work on our business. I'm supporting someone else. They're supporting me. Some of them, they're, it's a tool we're going to do together. And some of them are actually uh, like brainstorming sessions. Like, hey, how can I help you be creative in your business? How can you help be creative in mine? But ultimately, if we get on the phone and somebody just got you know, beat up by life and whatever that, that means at the moment, mm-hmm. it becomes that. It becomes helping source that person, reminding who they are, get whatever happened to be put back in the past and get them back into their power and in the present. What's the, uh, um, what about pipeline and how do you get the humans interested in coaching? Uh, I assume that most coaches go out and they talk to their first 20 friends and those 20 people don't want to be coached and so they get demoralized (laughs) and then say, uh, you know, or they know you too well, right? They're like, uh, but you, you know, you're a knucklehead who drank with me in high school, so why would I get coaching from you how do you how do you keep your pipeline full or is it full uh to be honest my pipeline isn't full and that's something i've been working on for the four years that i've been doing this while i've been able to steadily grow my practice from something that didn't work and wasn't profitable enough to something that actually was making me the same amount that i made in my prior job congratulations something that then got higher than i made in my prior job yeah it's but I never was. I never did that with the with the pipeline that I was committed to getting. Mm. Um, so for me, I've done all the things. I've, I have done cold calls. I have found stacks of business cards that I don't even know how I got them and just right? called all of them. You did. You called them. I, all. I called like over a hundred. That's amazing. And I would say eighty percent didn't call me back. Right. But some did, and I don't know if I got any clients from it, but I think it was an exercise in being brave and getting yeah. out of my comfort zone. Everyone, I want to I underline that because I think every one of us has that. We've got somewhere, you know, a stack of business cards because every time we went to something, somebody gave us a card, and we're like, oh, yeah, and then we forget who they are. <laughs> so we put them in our desk as if somehow we're going to magically <laughs> remember, you know, in the future. But what a great exercise. You just take them all out. And start calling them. Hey, I've got your business card. What did, were you just authentic and said, "Hey, I've got your business card. I don't know where we met, but." Uh. So some of the people I I randomly did remember, right? And then oh, other nice. ones I was just honest. I was yeah. like, "Hey, I got your business card. We clearly met somewhere, mm-hmm. and I don't remember where. But if I took your card and I kept it, I was intending to talk to you at some point, nice. and I probably didn't." I love that authenticity, so. and sometimes it works, and t- sometimes it didn't. Yeah, and I think ultimately, you know, as a new coach. It's all practice. You know, you, you've been coaching for 107 years? years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know that when you have done something that long that you need to do all the things that you did when you started. Maybe. Right. right. But I think at the beginning, there's those basic things that we have to overcome. Like, I still don't like picking up the phone and just calling someone and right. having that awkward, like, you know, I wasn't a coach when you knew me five years ago and I am now. And right. Let me explain to you what it is and why you might be interested in it. Um but I believe that that shifts the more we just do it. The, it's it's like a gym workout or you know nice. eating a certain way. It it just shifts with practice. Um, so 
calling business cards. I I'm belong to networking groups. I go to random networking groups when I find them. Um, I go to other personal development platforms. So mm. first of all, to keep kind of on my own toes, but also I meet people there that are interested right. in 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 one-on-one coaching that maybe those programs don't offer. It's a win-win, right? Because if you get nothing else, you get some edification. Mm -hmm. And then if you do make some contacts or get some referrals, that's pretty cool. What, uh, let's talk about something else briefly while I've got you here. Um, morning routine. Do you have a morning routine? Is it important? Oh my God. I, I used to think I was like the, the, the guru of the morning routine. So (laughs) the Nazi, that's, that's how it seemed. And that's actually why it had to shift. But when I, when I decided I wanted to change my life and I, and I started looking at coaching and I I realized the way I was living wasn't working for me, Hmm. I went like, I went all in, you know, I went from being like the 500 pound person who only eats McDonald's to like vegan overnight. Wow. So my morning routine went from, I'm going to wake up and meditate for 20 minutes and then I'm going to do some sort of inspirational or spiritual reading for about a half an hour. Then maybe I'm going to do some affirmations for, you know, five or 10 minutes. Maybe I'll do a tool or two that will help me kind of set up my day or clear out the past. And then I would either do the gym or yoga. All of a sudden I was waking up at four 30 in the morning. Right. And busy until noon. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, and I, and in the middle of the day I would just fall apart (laughs) because I'd been work going since 4am and yeah, it, it was powerful, and it was... Let me give you some co- coaching. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I handcuffed myself. In po- like I, I, it was a great idea, but it was, it was ultimately uh, limiting. By the way, kids, don't do that at home. I've done that, and it's not as exciting as you think. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, and so then I actually put it all down and went away from all of it, which was not just the other side, right? Like That wasn't helpful either. Hmm. So now I'm actually in the process of recreating it but from a much more balanced place what do you think is important what do you think is critical so i think some sort of movement getting actually some sort of and it doesn't matter what it is but some sort of movement whether it be a jog yoga just stretching moving around and then i think okay don't do that okay (laughs) what else um i think that some sort of either music or meditation or nature something that bigger uh, than you bigger than us gets gets us be Let's us be quiet, maybe notice the thoughts that are going on in our head and let them just pass. And then I think some sort of I've been in going back to basics, bringing back tools that help me not hang on to the things that, you know, happened yesterday. I, I like to call it burning the bodies, mm-hmm. um, but actually getting rid of those things. So I'm not carrying them around. And, and that usually frees me up. And then sometimes I'll add in a piece that I didn't do in the middle of the day. So like yesterday I meditated at like one o'clock oh. and it actually sourced me to get through the second half of the day, which was pretty cool. Nice. Still getting up at four 30. I am not getting up at four 30. I usually get up about five 30 cause I try to get to the yoga class at six. Try. I try. I'm, I like to think that I'm human. So I the probably dream. Mason says there is no try there. You're right. It's too. So I decide if I, if the alarm goes off at five 30, I get up, but I decide the night before, is tomorrow a yoga or gym day? What's the rest of the day look like? Because sometimes it doesn't actually, if I have something right at eight, it might mm-hmm. actually be better to go later in the day. But I will wake up and do something. Sometimes it's a walk. Sometimes it's some bone broth and some meditation. But something to kind of start the day intentionally versus alarm goes off, you wake up, you take a shower, you brush your teeth, and now you're working. Don't start, don't start denigrating my routine. You forgot, by the way, yelling at your kids. Very important piece of the morning routine. All right, uh, that's Alex Terranova. Do you have a? Do you have letters after your name? 
Do I have letters after my name? What do I have? I well, I'm a certified health coach. Nice. I uh, um, am an ACC through the ICF. Mm-hmm. I bet in, I, you know, I make this argument all the time. I bet in some country somewhere I could call myself a doctor or a lawyer. They probably have different requirements for that. So, you know. I'm, I'm so sorry I asked. <laughs> That's Alex uh, Terranova. You can find him, A-C-C-E-N-C-H-C. Uh, you can find him on the web at thedreammason.com or you can go to Instagram and uh, check out Inspirational Alex, right? Inspirational yep. Alex. That's a pretty yeah. good handle, as the kids call it, uh, nice. for Insta. Anything else that we should look for for you? You know, I have a, a podcast also, and we partnered on that. Last and the name of that is? The Dream Mason Podcast. And I think the other thing, you know, if people know people that are up to some really powerful things, building dreams, working on big projects, I would love to talk to them about appearing on the podcast. Great. How do they reach you? Alex at thedreammason.com. You're like a genius. Alex at thedreammason.com. You can get uh, hold of Alex for whatever your nefarious intent is. Uh, I want to let you know about our longtime sponsor of this program. And Alex, I know you're a fan. Accomplishment Coaching has been designed from the very beginning, 20 years ago, to be the world's finest coach training program. Uh, they're available in, across North America. There are programs. But one of the things I love most about them is you can go and observe the coaches training program before you do anything before you give them your name, before you do anything. Um, you can go observe the coaches training program in action in the following cities. Are you aware of the cities? I am. San Diego, uh, Victoria, British Columbia, nice. Seattle, Chicago, New York. Am I missing one? And Our nation's DC. Capital. That's right. DC. Washington, D.C. So if you're near any of those places or going to any of those places, check it out, accomplishmentcoaching.com. You can find out what separates uh, – the accomplishment coaching and makes it the world's finest coach training program that's not a hype that's not a story it's actually true in any measurable results from the success of our graduates to the uh, to the number of hours of uh, training to the numbers of hours of actually being coached by a professional coach you know they give you a year of professional coaching with that program that's I, I do know that I did that program nobody um, nobody else does that it's I, insane yeah, and I and I did not go to that observation. I I'm glad I, I didn't because I probably would have ran away. Yeah. But I think for a lot of people it's really cool to see actually, hey, what you're, you know, getting into and why you would want to. I'm I'm the crazy person who just went, Yeah, I'll do this. Right. Yeah, you're no problem. Your commitment. All right. Uh anyway, accomplishmentcoaching.com, check it out. Thedreammason.com, check it out. Um, I think we're ready for our uh for our next guest, do you want to introduce, or are you have you been working on those introductions? Because, um, okay. I mean, you can you, you want to you want a baby bird or spoon food it to me? <laughs> That's just not a pleasant image. Uh, okay, so um, Michael Cimino. Now I know when I say Michael Cimino, you're thinking of the movie director. And that's, that would be a fine person to talk to. But today, we've got uh, an experienced coach, an entrepreneur, a speaker, a consultant, an expert in the area of digital marketing strategy. Michael is the principal and founder of Chimino Enterprises, a full-service digital agency based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We're probably going to mention Bryce Harper sooner or later. He's the co-founder of CoachlyApp.com. It's going to be a soon to a released mobile and desktop application providing on-demand tools and training experiences for the world's coaches, consultants, and influencers all the way from the East Coast of the United States. Please welcome Michael Cimino. Hello, sir. Hello there. Good morning. 
thank you so much for having me. That was a beautiful introduction. It's actually Cimino, um, just for, for your own information, not Cimino. See, I get that people, a lot, though. this is why good help is so important. People, people do not, uh, heads are rolled. They're, people are terrified. They're trembling in the corridors here, Michael. I apologize. I can, I can hear Cimino. it, yes. I can hear it all the way from Philadelphia Cimino. or from California. So thank you for having me. Um, what shall we talk about? Well, let's first of all, uh, let's talk about this app. Coaching apps always make me break out in hives because I'm worried that people are going to be doing some, you know, low level nonsense that's going to make coaching uh, even more suspect in the mind of the of the consumer. So tell me about Coachly app. What's the app and why? Uh, why an app for coaches? Great question. Um, so to clarify, it's not a coaching app in, in essence. It's a coach the coach app. Um, what I've learned, and, and we can dig into this through my own personal experiences, is that coaching matters, and it and it should matter to more people. But they often don't know that these dedicated, talented, um, committed coaches exist. Because most coaches, let's face it, aren't aren't really great at marketing, aren't comfortable with marketing, uh, or maybe they just aren't knowledgeable about marketing. So. What the goal of Coachly app and app is, um, you know, app is going to be universal for um, available on any platform. It's essentially a go-to hub for marketing, so that coaches can can learn how to engage their audience more, um, grow that audience, and ultimately drive a, a greater impact. What is the one thing, if you could wave your magic wand and give all coaches? something about their marketing what do you think we're doing wrong or what's the first thing that you would have us all take on action what do you mean well so uh certainly not yourself but i i think that um what we've we've done some research we've done some interviews um with and most mostly in the field of adhd coaching that's where i come from um but certainly there's overlap and i i think the lack of action um is really the most important thing they don't realize because again a lot of a lot of these coaches are coming from um, their own experience maybe they were coached and they saw their transformation and they decided wow that was amazing i want to make other people feel this way became coaches and maybe they just don't have a background in business and that's that's totally okay um we want to make it more uh accessible so that you can, you know, you can get the, the tools, the templates, the training, you know, in bite-sized pieces so that they can, uh, they can take action, make it actionable for them. Michael, this is Alex. Um, what are the, Hi, if, Alex. Hey, so the, a lot of coaches listen to this show. If we were to look at the action and actually break it down. So things that people could actually grab onto, what are, when you yeah. talk about action, what is action that you would say is powerful result, uh, creates the results that we want as coaches, which is likely clients and impact. So, again, this is just my perspective, but before you can actually set out a plan of action to improve, you have to know where you're at. Uh, so that's the, that's the first step with Coachly is assessing where your program is. Um, what we've seen is that there's a big gap between the coaches that are doing it really, really well and then the coaches that are eh, not, really, not really doing too well. So the first step, I think, is you need to ask some hard questions. You need to, you know, you need to assess your process. Do you, you know, do you have a website? Uh, do you have a solution for booking and for billing that's, 
you know, simple enough, but um, also, you know, takes it off of your plate. Uh, do you do you have, you know, um, up-to-date information across all social networks and, and uh, referral platforms? And stop me at any point, Alex. But these are the types of questions that I think you need to ask uh, as a coach. And, and be honest with yourself. If the answer is you don't know, um, I need to look and see, that's totally fine because the second that you do that, don't get discouraged, correct it, or plan time to correct it, update it, and you're one step closer. Give us, give us a couple of recommendations, if you would. Uh, for example, let's talk about booking apps. I, I, t- I look at coaches' websites from time to time, and I see, hey, you know, book a free 15, 30, t- two-hour session with me. Is this a good idea, and do you recommend the Calendly uh, uh, functionality, or is there another tool that you like better? That's a good question. I can't say specifically that I endorse one uh, particular app. I've seen, I've seen Calendarly. I've seen uh, a lot of people use GenBook. Um, I know that I've used Acuity before in my own business. Um, a lot of times, it, it depends on what your your website is based on, what platform. If you're coming from, you know, the WordPress side, there's a lot of ways that you can build in and integrate um, plugins and forms that make that really simple. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, in my perspective, anything that takes, you know, takes that off of your plate and is reasonably priced is something that you're looking, you should be looking at at least. Uh, and, and, again, really what we're, what we're going for with Coachly is we're taking those, those decisions and we're hopefully going to have a platform that can enable you to save some money on those solutions if you bundle them. We're talking to you on April 3rd here, 2019. I, I know that a lot of people are sad because they went to Calendly. Uh, sorry, <laughs> got that on my mind. Coachly app, which is C-O-A-C-H-L-Y-A-P-P.com, and it's not up yet. What's the time frame for having it up? Well, that's a great, that, that's a great question. Um, we're going to be launching it to the public, I would say, in the next six months, but it doesn't stop there. You can get started today. And so we've created a, uh, a splash page just for your listeners, Chris. Uh, and, and they can go on there. They can take free quizzes. If that, if that isn't up yet, it will be up um, once this, this episode airs. Um, and and I, I believe you have that URL, right? It's get.coachlyapp slash the coaching show. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. It's not up yet, but hopefully, like you said, it will be up soon so we can check it out. Yeah. Will you give it to us again, Michael? Get? Yeah. Absolutely. It's get.coachly app. It's C O A C H L Y app, A P P dot com slash the coaching show. Thanks for the shout out there. That'll be great for our listeners. So again, get.coachly app, that's C O A C H L Y A P P dot com forward slash the coaching show. Great. Alex, you had something? So. You know, all these things, um, I know some coaches that have great websites. They have all the tools, and they still don't have any clients. Right. Um, and when sometimes when I look at it, it's like, hey, they've done all this great back-end work that if they had a powerful practice, it would be incredible. But the getting people to these places is often the challenge, right? They, they have all the things, but if somebody doesn't know your website exists or they don't know to schedule with you, it's all kind of for nothing. What's the what are the the tools or the strategies that you use or help coaches use to actually create pipelines or funnels for 
to, to utilize all these things. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that um, question one more time? I, I heard the beginning, but you faded out towards the end there. Stop fading out all the time, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to try to shorten it for us. So we have all these great things. You know, let's say we have an app. We have a scheduling app. We have a billing app. We have all the structures to have a powerful business, including the great website. But people yeah. don't know they exist. And our, and our customers and our clients don't, or our potential, don't even know they're there. So how do we get the people from, you know, being out there to all these platforms? What are those kind of actions that you take? Or so the, you take? the first step, I think, is you need, to, you need to ask yourself, do you have a clear profile of your ideal client? Because if you don't have that clear profile, you can't expect to get any of them. So you want to break down fundamentally the, the kind of um, ideal client that you wish to have. Once you have that, you can start to curate content for your website. Because a beautiful website is great, but if it doesn't speak to your audience, and when I say audience, I mean that target you know, clientele, then it, it really is good for nothing. Um, but once you have that clear profile of your client, then you can start crafting content and loosely, I say, branding around that, which you can share across, you know, there's so many uh, digital platforms now that you can um you can get your content out to people you can offer all kinds of things and we can we can dissect that but i think the first the very first step is you need to be certain that you know who you're going after and then start crafting content that you think will uh will attract people to your site some of our guests uh in, for example user experience experts tell us that most businesses including coaching have more than one ideal client right we have like avatars or profiles of ideal clients i for example thought that for a while that the actress brie larson would be my ideal client and so i created a, a website called hey brie but that didn't work out for me but is it a <laughs> generally a good idea for us to have uh, more than one ideal client in mind or at least more than one marketing profile so we're addressing uh, potentially more than one pool of potential clients does that make sense yes it does, um, and to be to be really clear, an ideal profile of your client is not one client. So fine, Bree sounds like it would be pretty specific, <laughs> right? <laughs> also, so I mean, unless there are multiple Brees, I wouldn't suggest that you take that approach. <laughs> I mean, you um, know, my girl's got some money, but she's not really responding. Yeah, you're exactly. Okay, so there you go. So maybe you want to go after clients that have some money. Well, that's, that's a start to building what, what we're, we're saying is an ideal client profile. You want to be able to know, you know, are you going for younger, for older, male and female, or, you know, male or female? Do you have a, a specific, you know, modality? Some are business coaches. Others, you know, might be family coaches or uh, Asperger coaches. They're, they're all types. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you get clear on that, and then you can start creating – um, content, but also your unique value proposition. And if you're not familiar with that, that's a great thing to talk about. It is. We're gonna we're about to take a break, so let's tease people with that. Your unique value proposition. Uh, also, when we come back, we'll talk more about ADHD coaching. I'm gonna try and squeeze Bryce Harper into the conversation. Alex, anything you want to talk about when we come back? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna try to pay attention for the ADHD part. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, th th this is great. I. Um, yeah, I have some more. I think there's some other things that we could touch on for the ideal client to really help coaches out there narrow that down, like how to do that. But um, I guess we'll get to all that after the break.
Okay, when we come back, we'll talk more with uh, both Alex Terranova. You can find him at The Dream Mason. He's our in-studio guest today and guest co-host. And then uh, we've also got Michael Cimino. Do not call him Cimino, Michael B. Cimino. And you can find him by going not only to the uh, link that has been provided, get.coachlyapp.com forward slash the coaching show. But, Michael, what's the other website where we can find you? Uh, it would be Cimino.co. Simino, C-I-M-I-N-O dot C-O. When we come back, more with Michael Simino. I can't seem to say that right, uh, right here on the social <laughs> show. Stay with us. Listen to these important messages. We'll be right back after these important messages. Are you seeking to change your career to something that is both fulfilling and challenging? Do you want to help people reach their full potential and strive to achieve their dreams? Would you like to inspire those around you and help create a better world? If you're serious about a career change or just want to explore the craft of personal coaching, contact Accomplishment Coaching with locations across the country in Washington, D.C., Seattle, Chicago, New York City, and San Diego. Accomplishment Coaching is the leading institution in personal coaching. Our staff carefully monitors the entire program live during the training process and have met the strict standards of ICF International to achieve accreditation. Through a focus on quality instruction rather than endless modules of training, Accomplishment Coaching will guide you from your very first step all the way to becoming one of the finest coaches in the world. Visit AccomplishmentCoaching.com to learn more. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. Christopher McAuliffe is your source for the latest in the world of personal coaching. Whether it be speaking with such luminaries as Deepak Chopra or getting the newest techniques and innovation, the coaching show is always on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls, Required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. The Coaching Show is brought to you by Accomplishment Coaching, home of the world's finest coach training program. Here is Christopher McCullough, Master Certified Coach. Thank you, Molly McAuliffe. And uh, in-studio guest co-host today, Alex Terranova. You can find him at thedreammason.com. A coach for four years. Uh, p- uh, you work one-on-one w- on one with people? Do you work I in work one-on-one. On one. I do groups. I, uh, I, do, I have some corporate clients. I have a podcast. I The Dream Mason podcast for yeah. wherever fine podcasts are available. Uh, and our guest uh, joining us from his palatial, I assume, mansion in uh, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is Michael. And I cannot say his name properly, but I believe it's Simino. He's the uh, founder of. <laughs> thank you very much, founder of Simino Enterprises, a full service digital agency based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He's also the co-founder of Coachly App. Com, a soon-to-be-released mobile and desktop application providing on-demand tools and training experiences for the world's coaches, consultants, and influencers in our marketing efforts. Um, Alex, what, uh, I know that as a, 
so Alex and I are in different places in our career. I've been a coach for 20, <laughs> six, seven years, and uh, Alex is in his fourth year of coaching. What's the, uh, I know for me, it's sort of, there's a lot of re- referral business. I get calls, you know, all the things that you dream about in your first years of coaching, right? Where people that I don't know have my name and, <laughs> and get uh, information about me. And so they contact me. And just from reaching out, they're sort of warm. Um, you're in a place where you're out there kind of meeting people and drumming up business and drumming up your name. What's the, uh, what's the biggest challenge for you? So I s- it's, it's pretty cool because I do get most of my clients through referral. Uh, but what I've realized in this, this might being my fourth year is I kind of hit that plateau where that's as far as it's going to go based on the amount of people I've coached and the amount of people I've met. And so I realized like I'm sitting here on a one legged stool and if I'm not getting referrals, then my practice goes from thriving to dry. And I, so that's the biggest thing is actually continuing to keep going even when it's thriving. So while I have a full practice, while I have a lot of clients, not sitting waiting for the referrals to come in, but actually finding three or four or five other ways to generate clients. So I work on building some programs or creating free content that I can go, really like what Michael was saying before the break, that I can go and give to a certain area of people. I've had a a bunch of clients that are really successful in e-commerce. So I'm actually creating some, some, um, some tools that I could go provide to their networks to see if I can generate some business from that or even just meet some new people. Nice. Anything, um, Michael, that you, uh, when, when we're talking about your agency focuses on digital stuff. And I, I think that what I'm hearing in uh, sort of as the background for Alex is that he's out there looking to make that human one-on-one connection. Are those two different things or how do they inter, how do they interface? So I don't yet. Yes and no, they are two different things. However, they're not um, they're not different in that they they have a lot in common. Let's say um, we we have to be uh, honest with ourselves and where technology has taken us is that you can reach far greater audiences um, if you put you know your voice on a platform. So I um, you know immediately. We're, when Alex was sharing that, I, a lot of that resonated with me and that's excellent work. If you take that work and you have a, you know, um, a plan for how you would get that out to, um, your social networks or, um, you know, local search and social ads, it just, it just accelerates your reach. And, and also I would say, Alex, um, you, you want to focus first on prospects, because uh, not every prospect that comes in might be your ideal client. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, I think we learn that with experience, right? Because when we start, mm-hmm. you know, you'll basically t- I mean, when I started, I would coach anyone as long as they weren't a danger to themselves or someone else or they weren't, you know, a family member or someone I was dating. Uh, basically, yes. everyone else is. Yes, or please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone is an option. If they want to hire me, I work with them. And my thought process then was I just need to practice. Right. I just need reps. Mm-hmm. I just need to get better right. at this. And at some point around year two and a half, year three, it was like, wait, now I'm getting clients. Now I can actually be more selective and start looking for the kind of people that I want to work with, that I would enjoy working with. And also that would enjoy working with me because I'm not the right coach for everyone either. Yeah, absolutely. And you're totally right. In those first few years, you just want to get your first couple of wins under your belt. and You want to get, you know. Um, whoever you can to your point. And, and, uh, I think that's true for most coaches. 
Um, uh, one big, big way you, you mentioned referrals. So I'll ask you a question if I may. So how do you seek out after you have clients that have moved on? How do you seek out referrals? Do you have a process to get testimonials? So I do a few things uh, while I'm working with a client when, you know, when usually we're at a, a point where there's usually a natural point where if things are going well and, and, and you're working well together, it's a good partnership. They will share, you know, they'll they'll acknowledge the work or what they're getting at some point. It comes up, I feel like, naturally. Um, sometimes around that time, I'll ask them if they'd be willing to write me a testimonial. And recently, I've actually been asking them if they would be willing to do a video testimonial under a minute. Nice. Because now mm-hmm. I can put it on, Great. now I can take that and I can put it on Instagram, I can put it on Facebook, I can put it on my website. Um, and you actually are seeing real people. The cool thing is I don't edit them, I leave them. It's like I want it to be real and genuine. Um, so that's one way. The other thing that I do is I actually just ask. Um, if I know that they're getting value, which if they continue to work with me, they probably are, I'll ask them who do they know that fits you know, said description that they could be with that they'd be open to connecting me with or making an introduction. Yeah. Was that hard the first couple of times you tried to do that? Um, I think the hardest part of it was actually knowing what to ask for, not asking for it, but actually when you say like creating your ideal client, I spent a lot of time working on that process of like, who is my ideal client mm-hmm. and how do I figure out like, what do they look like? What do they do? What, what, what kind of entertainment do they listen to and watch all those little details? Um, it was hard asking and it's still, I think that's still some of the biggest challenges when I go into networking groups, really being clear and concise about who I want to be referred to me is often one of the biggest challenges. Anything more, Michael? On that? No, I, I mean, I think that's great. It, often, um, what we found in our research is it, it isn't just one thing. It's a combination of things that works well. Um, for coach marketing and that can also you know often be overwhelming for a new coach right you've got all these different things you've got to focus on uh, so I, I highly encourage um, listeners to, to check us out coachly app um, also the the URL that's um, I assume is included in the show notes yes what we're trying to do here is educate um, and give you resources the bulk of which are going to be entirely free and some of which are already free um, take advantage of them. They're powerful tools. They're not, you know, they're not the tools that you've heard of before. And um, I think that's really an important part. We, we jumped into Coachly uh, before I, I had an opportunity to share my personal connection with coaches. So may, maybe that's a good pivot. Sure. Uh, this is where the ADHD coaching part comes in, too. Yeah, absolutely. Go, man. Okay. So I. Uh, I'm actually not a coach, um, although in a lot of ways, I guess I could be, um, but I'm more, very much more a consultant and, and entrepreneur. Um, but you might be asking yourself, well, if he's not a coach, what's he doing on this podcast and how did he get into this world of coaching? Well, the truth is that uh, I'm an adult, I'm 32, diagnosed with ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and I was diagnosed multiple times throughout my life. and especially in my adult years, um, I thought I had a good grasp on things. Well, um, sometimes you have to learn that the hard way, and I really didn't. And when I thought I was at a low low, um, it got lower, unfortunately. But, you know, it challenged me to look for things outside the box, one of which was uh, a coach. And so I I really got very lucky and fortunate for being introduced to 
uh, Jay Perry, who's a master certified coach and longtime friend of uh, Christopher, I believe. And Jay Indeed. has just um, he, he I, I couldn't say in, in one, you know, clear, concise way what he did, but he's transformed my vision for my life. He's helped me rewrite uh, that course and um, be my true self. And that transformation didn't happen overnight. It took a lot of work. Um, but once we once we were able to see the fruit, um, you know, of our of our um, our work, it was really something that I felt so inspired to share with people. And so I, I, I looked at the process for marketing and saw that they were lacking. And that that's kind of where Coachly came in. I felt we need to let people know that, the, that these coaches are powerful. And honestly, Chris, I think everybody should have a coach. Me too. I, and I, I love your journey is not that uh, different from mine where I worked with a coach and became a convert from the results I produced as opposed to like the idea of it, the actual mm -hmm. results. I thought, holy crap, I didn't know this was possible for me. So I'm with you. Yes. Um, yes. And let's talk about the, the importance of training and coaching. This is something that's near and dear to my heart. I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, there's a whole lot of folks out there who failed in one career or another and today are calling themselves coaches because there's no, at least in the North American world, there's no barrier to entry for coaching, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can call yourself a coach this afternoon, Vista print yourself some cards, and voila, right? So what, sure. what in your experience is, is important in terms of coaches' training or development, or do you have an opinion about that? Yeah, uh, yes, I do have an opinion. Um, so the PAC which is PAAC is the professional uh, certifying body for ADHD coaches. Mm -hmm. And I, I briefly served as their marketing director uh, last for about 12 months to help with the rebranding effort. And I got to learn a lot about their internal process. And um, this is specifically obviously for credentialing um, ADHD coaches, but yeah, I mean, there's no doubt it, it is um, very different to be a trained professional that went to school or went to an academy, um, got certified and has, you know, a commitment to um, to their their clients. If you if you go online, you're right, you're going to find gurus and coaches and all of these different things that aren't certified. And I think that's at least to me, that's that's worrisome. Um, there's a big difference. And I hope I answered that um, clearly enough. But, yeah, I can't I can't express. Um, enough how important it is to be certified and to be up front with what your certifications are. I think it's important. Right, especially in an area as um, specific as ADHD coaching. Uh, quick yes. quick uh, change of topic. Are you a baseball fan? Uh, not really, no. Oh. <laughs> Michael, you're killing me. You got the opportunity to go see one of the true greats, Bryce Harper. Do me a favor this year. Find some time to go to the ballpark and watch the great Bryce Harper work. All right, end of sermon. Well, uh, if, if Bryce Harper would like <laughs> a coach, that's right. You know, if somebody out there knows Bryce Harper, dude, could, isn't I that, would love to introduce him to coaching. Right, it's an amazing thing. Bryce.com. <laughs> these guys come to come into great wealth and notoriety suddenly. Right, they've been in the mm. minor league system, and most of them suddenly get the call overnight, and they're in a whole different league. Wouldn't a coach be great for that? I think that's a great opportunity. And I, I mean, I also always think, like you know, as a professional athlete, you create all your dreams and are done with them by the before you're forty, typically, oh. often before you're thirty-five. That is so on brand for you talking about so, the dream. Yeah. So then what? 
And, you know, some guys actually have a, like a what's next, but I don't know that most, you know, I'm, I'm 37. I don't know that most people in their thirties, if they actually created their dream by this point, no, have a what's next. Um, so there's something there too, creating that next step of life. Indeed. All right. Uh, we've got more things to talk about here. Let's talk about uh, things that don't work in marketing ourselves as uh, service professionals. What are some of the things that everybody should stop doing and qu quit wasting our time and money on, Michael? <laughs> well, that's that's a tough question to answer. Um, I mean, you, you you really have to get down to what works for you, and that's why I you know I always emphasize first finding out what's what's working and what's not, and that all starts with being honest with yourself and evaluating. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of wasted time that goes into um, creating, you know, these these really beautiful websites. You need a website, but it doesn't need to be the world's best website. Um, you need to be on social media, for instance, but you don't need to be on 16 different social media networks and trying to hit, you know, a slam dunk every time that you post. Um, I, I would rather rather than focus on what doesn't work. What what does work is when you plan things out. Uh, when when you have a plan for your social media, that's what works. Um, I would strongly encourage, especially new coaches, uh, you know, don't think you have to do everything. S stick to a couple of things at a time. Do them really really well um, and grow from there. Yeah, this is a this is something you referenced earlier that I was thinking about too. You know, coaches when we first start, we think we're going to do everything. We're going to write articles, and we're going to do public speaking, and we're going to give complimentary sessions, right? <laughs> and we're going to do interviews, uh -huh. and, right? And, exactly. And a book. Yeah, is a podcast a good idea these days, or is the it's, market too saturated? Yeah. Absolutely, it's a good idea if it connects with your intended audience, and which you know is a challenging thing to to. Um, you know, to manage and to make happen on a consistent basis. So it's certainly not right for everybody. There's a, but, uh, if that's your wheelhouse. Sorry, we're experiencing some connection difficulties, so I just didn't want to step on you there. But I think that one of the things that I, uh, I think is a slippery slope for coaches is sometimes being on brand. I teased Alex earlier about being on brand because he's talking about dreams and his brand is the dream Mason. So you would expect him mm -hmm. to connect things to dreams. But I've also had, uh, interviews with people, T. Harvecker, who are uh, too on brand. Like you can't get the humanity, you can't get any connection that's not brand uh, awareness. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, Harv, how are you doing today? Well, the billionaire mind is great, and it's one of those, mo you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like he was so on yeah. brand that I couldn't get to the guy. What's the, I, I know this is an impossible question, but any tips for how to connect, how much, you know, to be on brand versus how much to be a person in the world of coaching? Hmm. That's a really that's a really good question. Um, by the way, I mean T. Harv is. Um, I, does he have a billionaire mind now? I know millionaire mind. Wonderful, wonderful book and, and course platform. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's kind of like the um, how, how do you get down to earth and still be at that at that high point in your career? Yes, that's essentially what you're asking. Yeah, or or said a different way, you know. Um, Sometimes we sacrifice our true connection or authenticity in service of our marketing attempts, right? Yeah. For me, I think that at least if it doesn't matter what the service professional is, whether I'm talking about an estate planning attorney or a, uh, a dentist, I want a connection mm -hmm. there. I'm not going just for the service. I'm going for the service plus the relationship that I trust. Them the relationship. Them, right. Well, you know, th there's a um, 
there's a quote, and I'm, I'm hoping that I'm getting it right when I say uh, Peter Drucker, but that he said it's not about reaching a million people who don't care right. what you're doing. It's about honestly connecting with a thousand of them. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. And that's a lot of work. But yeah, I think when you're creating content, when you're reaching out, um, you know, to to your uh, current clients, past clients, to your audience at large, always do it through the lens of authenticity. Um, if you stay within that, you're going to reach people and it's going to matter. And if it matters to them, it'll matter to others. I think that's a really great point. And then like to tie it to what we were just talking about you know, the, the doing the things that are authentic to you, right? So if you want to be, if you're a coach and you want to be a writer, write a book. If you're a coach and you want to, you know, you know, if you want to be in media, do media, right? But if you're a coach and you want to be working with, let's say, ADHD or you want to be working with, um, I don't know, college students or something, then writing the book or doing the media might not actually make any sense. And I think a lot of what I find is I see a lot of new coaches and I was one of, I still do this. Sometimes I fall into the trap. I'm trying to do the things cause I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss, you know, that client or that opportunity as if I could get like, as if I had a wide enough net that I could catch everything. Okay. Um, Michael, I want to, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't give you a chance to riff. I, I know you've been kind enough to answer our questions. Is there anything you wanted to address or you'd like to say to tens of thousands of coaches out there? Uh, yeah, uh, certainly. You know, at coachlyapp.com, you're, you're going to find the tools, the resources that you need to learn more about marketing uh, and to connect and engage with your users. But, uh, but really, Michael Simino, myself, I w want to get to know these coaches. I, whether you're just starting out or, you know, you're an established master coach, uh, I'd love to have a conversation with you. I know that, you know, this can seem overwhelming and there's a lot of moving pieces in the world of digital marketing. But, you know, it, uh, it would be my pleasure to walk you through it, and make it a little bit easier for you to, to manage. It's, it's really an important thing for all of us. And, and I appreciate the shout out to those of us. You know, I was talking to Alex earlier and saying, like, I... I, I don't put much attention on marketing, and yet I need to, right? Because, uh, you yeah. know, at this point, I've got yeah. a long list of former clients, and I get some referrals and like that. But it's so easy to lose track of what's important and that we are business people, even if we're in our 27th year or even if we're in our fourth year, right? Um, yeah. yeah. What's next for you, sir? What's, the, what's exciting and uh, on your entrepreneurial mindset? What's coming up? Well, so at the moment we work with uh, mostly small business nonprofits. Um, Coachly has been uh, taking up the bulk of my time recently, so uh, I will be relieved once we we have officially launched. Um, I'm still very involved in nonprofit work um, throughout the mental health community as well. So um, we have a uh, 2019 ADHD conference coming up in Philadelphia this year, um, which is my backyard. So um, I have a, a special interest if you will. So if you're in the Philadelphia metro area, come check us out. Or even if you're not, you know, they got some history and artifacts there, as well as, did I mention one of the future they Hall do. of Famer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a great team this year. You should go out there and get, get into the ballpark. Um, all right. How about you, Mr. Alex? What's coming up for you? What are you excited about? Well, I am, I'm working on a bunch of new, um, 
programs and content, which is actually, I think it's fun to create them. So I'm working with some other coaches to create some things to really try and get coaching, the conversation of coaching more out in the world. I think that's the thing that I've noticed is it's really tough to get clients when people don't even know what coaching is. So one of the things I'm taking on with a few other coaches is actually creating some things just to get the conversation started. And if people want coaching, awesome. Whether they want it from us, awesome. If they don't, but at least the word is out there and people can make the choice. Beautiful. Also, we should point out that uh, if you're within the sound of our voice and interested in things coaching, there are some important conferences coming up. So uh, the conversation, singular, among masters, plural, conversation, conversationamongmasters.com. That's a, a conference for experienced coaches, and that happens in May in Baltimore, Maryland this year. Uh, also, the Association of Coach Training Organizations, I'll be attending their conference in Victoria, British Columbia in June this year. Uh, the EMCC is having their conference in Dublin uh, this month, uh, starting on April 24th, I believe. Check it out. Uh, and then the ICF is having their annual conference this year in Prague, Czechoslovakia. Check that out by going to coachfederation.org. All right. Well, we want to give a final shout out to our uh, longtime sponsor of this program, Accomplishment Coaching, home of the world's finest coach training program. ICF accredited, of course, and available all throughout North America. You can find them not yet in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, but uh, definitely in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., New York City, Chicago, Illinois, a new fly-in program. If you're uh, from somewhere else and would like to, you can fly in for half the amount of meetings in uh, the intensive format in New York City, as well as in San Diego, California, Seattle, Washington, uh, Victoria, British Columbia. We also want to thank you, my dear listener, for uh, tuning in each and every week to find out what's happening in the world of coaching and learn something hopefully very useful for you today as every day. All right. As we often do, our last minute will go to our guest. Michael Cimino, you've got a parting thought or a parting shot today for several thousand coaches. What would you like coaches to know or think about as they go on about their day-to-day hmm. um yeah parting, uh, shot. i guess it all starts with uh asking the the right questions get to know yourself get to know your your ideal client uh live with i guess passion and purpose um and strive for that higher ideal if you connect with one person uh but deeply connect with one person today trust me that's going to pay off in the long run um, go for the thousand personal connections that care about the content that you have to offer rather than the million um, that really it, do- it doesn't matter. And, and if and when you're looking for help, please get in touch with us. We're happy to help and we want to help coaches really um, become a, a more common, common thing, as common as doctors, I feel. Um, and so you're, you're all passionate and dedicated people and I thank you for your, uh, for your efforts. That's very nice, and I'm taking that away, too. I'm going to make sure that those, the connections and communications that I have today are going to be very authentic and not just checking the box, because I don't know about you guys, but i got a long list of to-dos today and every day. <laughs> All right, Alex, any takeaways for you today or anything you want uh, people to think about? Uh, for me, I mean, it's, I personally just took a ton away. Reminder that I don't have to do everything and everything all the time, mm. that I can stay focused on the things that actually are in line with my brand and, and my business. And same with the people that I work with, help my clients to do more of that also. All right. Beautiful. Thanks, everybody, for being here. This has been another edition of The Coaching Show. You can go immediately to get.coachlyapp, C-O-A-C-H-L-Y-A-P-P.com forward slash the coaching show. That's get, G-E-T dot 
coachly app c-o-a-c-h-l-y-a-p-p.com forward slash the coaching show and uh, get those resources as well as keep an eye out for the launch of coachlyapp.com c-o-a-c-h-l-y-a-p-p.com and of course go to the dreammason.com and sign up for the their podcast as well as for this podcast right here on accomplishment media or wherever fine podcasts are available it's another edition of our show each and every week bringing you people uh, interviews with people out on the cutting edge of coaching doing something interesting wacky or just plain something you should know about uh, we're happy to be doing this now in our 17th year please tell your friends let people know and subscribe if you haven't already subscribed uh, here at accomplishmentmedia.com or wherever fine podcasts are available we thank you for your listenership and we will talk to you next week the Coaching Show is brought to you by Accomplishment Coaching, home of the world's finest coach training program. That's all for today's edition. We will talk to you next week.